Get your skinny water today at Acme. Great taste, zero guilt. And see how delicious a zero-calorie enhanced with vitamins and electrolytes can be. Because taste matters, doesn't it? Try skinny water today at Acme. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to listen to another week of Women to Watch. My name is Susan Rocco, and I am the host of this brand new show on 1180 WFYL that highlights women in business and what they're up to. As always, I'd like to share my contact information with you in case you're listening and you would like to come into the studio and tell us what your business is up to. My email address is srocco. 233 at gmail.com and my phone number is 215-313-5561. You can also contact the station as well um, if you'd like to ask some questions or leave a message for one of our guests and that number is 610-539-1783. Today I'm happy to introduce to you uh, a woman who's making a big difference in the lives of many working women in the Philadelphia area, and her name is Cheyenne Palma, and she is president of Fem City Philadelphia. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming in. I appreciate it on this day that's not so great to be driving from the city. <laughs> I didn't mind at all. Um, the first thing I always like to do with my guest is, is spend the first half of the show finding out a little bit about you and your family and where you grew up and a little bit about your personal life story. Um, I think the listeners always like to know what happened before you came to be president of this wonderful organization. So um, t I know that you're from Miami. I am. Um, right before you came to Philadelphia. Is that where you were born? It's not where I was born. I spent about 15 years in Miami. Um, I went there to go to college and I decided to stay. Basically, it was just so amazingly beautiful and uh, sunny year round. Right. And I really just fell in love with the city. It, it is beautiful. I have family in Miami, so I know, I know how nice it can be. Um, and when you we're going to tell me tell me about your schooling years where sure. did you start uh in elementary oh in elementary okay yeah. we're, we're really we're going, going back. back we go way <laughs> back here <laughs> well i grew up in uh binghamton new york it sits uh, just north of the pennsylvania border in new york state okay and um not a big city not a very exciting city either although you know i do have uh, family still there we go back to visit but uh when i was young uh, I just felt like it wasn't a very exciting city and wanted to wanted to go someplace that was very glamorous. And uh, so I ended up in Miami. It's it, so you went from Binghamton, which is pretty cold in the winters, very cold, right? Yes. And to Miami. Snow, and to then my to Philadelphia. Opposite. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. So what did you first do down in Miami when you left New York? So um, when I left New York, well, I went to school at Florida International University and I majored in international business. They had a really stellar international business program there. Okay. And I uh, went to school there and uh, also worked in hospitality at the time. It was a you know, really booming time in the mid-90s for Miami and okay. for hospitality and tourism. A lot of you know, five-star hotels were popping up. And um, actually one of my um, very interesting first jobs, first management jobs in Miami was um, at a hotel called the Grand Bay Hotel. And at the time, it was the only five-star property in all of Miami. So there was no Ritz-Carlton, no Four Seasons, wow. no, nothing else really existed at the time. And my job was um, Director of Guest Relations. And it was such an interesting job. And I'm not even sure how I got it looking back. <laughs> but my job basically was to greet and to get to know all of the VIPs coming in from around the country, celebrities coming to stay in Miami, oh, have fun. dignitaries from other countries, you know, and I was very young and um, inexperienced. So it it um, taught me a lot very quickly. And I learned a lot about um, just different people from different cultures, uh, different industries, business people athletes from around wow. the country and yeah. uh, it was just really kind of a dynamic experience for me and it really sort of I think propelled me uh and and in, into business in a good way and it's interesting to me because as a business major that is not uh the same as let's say a communications major you must right. have had some kind of a natural ability to 
have conversation with people and, you know, the confidence sure. to welcome people at all different levels of, of industry. I think that's what it was about. You know, my experience at the time was hospitality. So, um, you know, really what I learned along the way was how to have great conversation with people right. and um, how to really make them feel welcomed and, and at home. And that really was a big part of my job. Now, when you were younger, is mm-hmm. that something you aspired to? What What was it as a youngster that you felt you would like to do uh, or study in college? Well, you know, when I think back to when I was really young, I don't know that I um, thought that uh, of anything that, I, that I'm doing now that I would be doing. Okay. I think back, and, and as, a, as a young girl, I loved fashion, and I loved learning about culture, and um, uh, I loved... Um, I loved, you know, seeing powerful business women wearing, you know, very fancy suits and thinking about being one of those at one time, not necessarily thinking about perhaps the industries that they were in, right. but really just sort of that uh, embodying that, taking on that, that persona that I just found, you know, to be so, um, so interesting. I, I came from very humble beginnings, so I think that's part of it, was really I wanted to be someone and to be something of importance. I don't know, that's interesting. So, you, yeah. um, your mother, was mm-hmm. she working outside of the home? Did she have, you know, a job that kind of inspired you to... Well, my mother was a very hard worker. Um, my parents divorced when I was very young, when I was two. And um, my mother remarried, my father remarried, and my mother went on to have two other uh, children. And uh, we grew up together, but uh, my mother divorced again. And so she raised really the three of us as a single mom. Okay. And so she, um, you know, worked oftentimes two jobs at a time, you wow. know, to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. And um, they weren't glamorous jobs by any means. Um, but she certainly taught me a lot about hard work and, uh, you know, always going to work and always, you know, needing to put something on the table. Right. And um, my father as well um, had uh, always had a great relationship with my dad. And my dad was one of those people who after high school went to work for you know, the same company for 25 years or so. Right. And uh, he's a very hard worker, you know, just really taught me a lot about dedicating, you know, um, uh, when you dedicate yourself to something and to a job and a lot about saving as well. Right. Yeah. Very important. And, and what yeah. field was that? What was, was what field was your father in? Oh, he worked for a large uh, electronics manufacturer. Okay. Yeah. And um, so you are in Miami. You're working mm-hmm. in hospitality. Yes. Mm-hmm. And... How did you end up leaving hospitality and and coming? Well, actually, I think you started, if I'm correct, the Mm -hmm. Femfessional Group while in Miami. I did not start it. Actually, my colleague Violet Sproul is in Miami, and she started Femfessionals. Just to backtrack a little bit before Femfessionals started, but uh, I transitioned from hospitality into... um, uh, doing a lot of event planning, producing okay. a lot of events. So when um, uh, celebrities and dignitaries were in town in Miami, it was usually having to do with some sort of event that was going on or right. a, an appearance. And um, I slowly, you know, became hired from time to time, did some um, uh, contract assignments with um, event planners in the city. Through, just through getting to know these people through who were coming in the hotel. Absolutely. That's great. That's great. And um, really started um, learning, you know, a lot about the event planning industry. And a lot of times there was a charity tied to those events, you know, a f- charity fundraiser. And I really fell in love with fundraising and philanthropy. Okay. And that's really where, you know, the, the foundation, you know, the I think the, the real... Um, uh, the strongest foundation of what I'm doing in Femfessionals, where that comes from, is that my work in philanthropy and, and fundraising. Okay. And I just found, um, I think it resonated with me coming from very humble beginnings. Again, I did fundraising for a large homeless shelter, um, for our al- also um, the largest, um, one of the largest uh, children's charities in, in the country. Right. And I read uh, that. I was curious. I wanted to know about that, that yeah. children's charity. What was that all about? Uh, so I worked for uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters at the okay. local level for That's several years. That's a great years. organization. It is. It is. And uh, it's the reason I moved to Philadelphia to be with the national headquarters. Okay. Uh, and raise money um, uh, nationally on a, on a national scale. Right. Right. And all those networking skills you learned um, back in Miami and working in hospitality, I think, is natural to... It was the perfect application. Right, right. Absolutely. They they translated beautifully. Great. They did. So... Uh, and I and I, again, I just found that it was just something that resonated with me, 
and um, I think in a big way because of my personal experiences as well. Right. So tell me, so you come to Philadelphia and, and do you know a lot of people here or I do you not? I don't know anyone. You don't know anyone. <laughs> I don't and know that's anyone. Hard. It, it, w- it was difficult. Um, and, you know, I really didn't even realize, didn't even really start thinking about how few people I knew in Philadelphia until I was here for, oh, it was, you know, two years probably and um, I realized I had really been you know traveling quite a bit and um, for you know doing national fundraising work I really wasn't working with the local Philadelphia community very much okay and so uh, you know two years went by and I thought gosh you know I really was just very involved in my community in Miami and I just right and I just don't feel like I'm very involved in Philadelphia and I thought well let me see what groups are available you know where can I get involved what can I do and um, looked around and I found a lot of great groups a lot of you know I belong to some of the chambers and other networking groups and um, around the same just shortly before that I should say um, around the time that I moved here uh, my friend Violet had launched Femfessionals in Miami. Okay. And I was really watching it grow from afar. You know, it was it launched um, around the time that I left the city and was just really watching it grow from afar. And I just kept thinking, gosh, I wish we had something like Femfessionals here in Philadelphia. I wish we had something like Femfessionals here in Philadelphia. And then I said, well, why don't we start Femfessionals right. here in Philadelphia? That's often the case with people <laughs> who start something. They keep saying, I wish, I wish, I wish. And yep. then you say, I can do that. Absolutely. So, um, Violet and I put our heads together and and uh, talked about you know how to launch in in Philadelphia and um, and also the vision for um, launching other cities around the country and um, then and Philadelphia came to be in the spring of uh, just last year of 2011 oh, just last year so it's yeah. very new very new it's very new and just over a year old I think it's important that women know that something can start completely from scratch yes. without any type of uh, foundation, I guess. And I'd be curious to know, who do you reach out to first when you want to um, promote what you're doing and mm-hmm. get women interested and let them know that there's now a group that can help them with their businesses? So uh, this is a very funny story. So um, before we had any members, I was the only member of the <laughs> Philadelphia Confessionals group, and I knew we wanted to have our um, our kickoff lunch, our first event, so to speak, at a special place. And um, I know she won't mind me telling the story. Uh, I had always uh, driven by the beautiful um, Waterworks restaurant oh, lounge, sitting that. there on, on the there. river, absolutely stunning, right? Yes. And I just thought, what a beautiful charming historic place it has a story behind it you know it's such a great partnership with the city of philadelphia i just felt like that was the right place to really kick off our event and i went and spoke with one of the partners there sophia and sat down and you know shared with her the vision of Femfessionals and what it would be and all the women that would be involved and uh, asked if she'd, you know, sort of co-host this first launch event with me. And she looked at me and said, well, how many members do you have already? You know, how many members do you have so far? <laughs> and I said, well, w- you know, if you join, it will be the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking back and I'm not even sure why she continued to return my phone calls after that. Oh. Because it was just wow. the two of us. But uh, we started with our first event there. And I think we just made a really great impression. And a connection. Who, and a connection yeah. with the women who attended. And each event has been getting better and better since then. That's wonderful. I, yeah. I think that shows how... Um, Sometimes just reaching out and asking someone for something, if you have the right intentions, it always ends up in your favor. Absolutely. But I I really, I knew very few people um, locally, and I just started, um, I used social media to my advantage. You know, I looked at different uh, profiles of businesswomen on LinkedIn as an example. Which is a great um, site. You know, I just started contacting them. I just said, you know, very simply, you know, just based on what you do, um, based on your professional experience and your background, I thought that perhaps this might be of interest to you. And and there's no pressure to come or anything. But um, if you're interested, here's the information. and I'd love to see you and meet you in person. And just... Very simply, one by one by one by one, it started. They started with me. to come, yeah. And then um, they started to to invite other women. Now um, there are there's a number of networking groups sure. in the area out mm-hmm. in um, 
the suburbs of Philadelphia and in town. Mm-hmm. And when you're speaking with women and you're looking to have them come join your group, what is it that is different about you from other networking organizations? It's such a common question that we we get. And I think um, we've just really, um, I think we've just hit the nail on the head when it comes to the format of our our events and how women um, have the opportunity to interact with each other. So just to give you an example, um, we always say that Femfessionals is not only a great place to promote yourself or your brand or your business or the company that you're working for, but it's also a great place to um, be a champion for other professional women. Right. And so um, we have a monthly signature event that we call a connection lunch um, because we feel like it's less about networking and more really about building real connections, real business connections. And so in the connection lunch, um, Uh, every woman who attends has the floor for about 30 seconds and during that 30 seconds where a lot of other networking organizations might give you the opportunity to share something about yourself we actually ask women to stand and share something about you know tell us who they are what their company is but also to then take that time to endorse another woman in business in the room oh, who they've worked with. That's and a great so, idea. That's a great idea. I think just the format of it and the spirit of it really is what resonates with women and why we've been successful, so successful in such a short period of time. Um, I always say I think it's just this, the spirit of what we're doing. So it's truly about helping each other because in the big picture, that is, you, I read something that you said about um, helping women to be successful betters the community. Absolutely. And that is so true. Absolutely. And I think that sometimes uh, some of the organizations or um, women that are out there, um, we get caught up in what it is we're doing ourselves and wanting to promote and get that word out that we lose sight of the fact that reaching out to another woman mm-hmm. um is going to benefit us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's funny you, you you say that because I think it was this morning yesterday or, or this morning we actually um, posted an article that we had read in Forbes. Um, I por- posted it in one of our social media sites and um, it was about a study that was done about women in the corporate workforce who um, uh, dedicate um, a certain amount of their time to um, mentoring or bringing up, so to speak, other women up through the corporate ladder with them, and how um, they have a higher propensity to earn more money and to be in higher leadership positions um, in a big way because they are helping others oh, that's so interesting. to grow. So if they have had that support from women, it gives them more confidence. Oh, absolutely. Can you imagine, I mean, being even just even I mean, we have a mix of women who are in a corporate environment and women and female entrepreneurs as well. Right. But I think even especially in a corporate environment to have, um, you know, to have um, another female leader sort of pull you under their wing and sort of help guide you along your career path and and help you achieve your goals is that's just such a powerful power thing it is it is and i think it's also important if we have daughters i understand Mm -hmm. you have two sons but i have a daughter (laughs) and i think it's such a great example um for them to see their mothers out you know and never to take away from raising children because i did that for 20 years Mm -hmm. um but anytime you can be giving an example to a young girl that they can accomplish something maybe they've been kind of secretly thinking about for a long time. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'm c- you speak a lot about all, I- I'm amazed at how you're not from Philadelphia originally, but you seem, your heart seems to be with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And I've read um, a number of um, things that you've pointed out in the city that are so wonderful that people really don't know about. Sure. And I'd love for you to share some of your favorite spots or some of your favorite restaurants. Sure. Well, in moving to Philadelphia, I was prepared um, to hate it, not because <laughs> of the city. I was prepared to hate the, the weather. weather. The weather, I was really of course. thinking, you know, I was really sort of prepared for the worst. Right. I was thinking, 
you know, that I was really going to be living through those, you know, those um, terrible winters that we we, we had in, in upstate New York. And uh, it's very different than that here, of course. Although we did have a couple of record-breaking snows since I moved here. So that's Early on when you yeah. came, right? <laughs> right. We did. But um, what I found about Philadelphia... Um, uh, just makes me feel like it's just a real, um, very much an underrated city. Um, you know, you have um, a city that really, it lends itself to um, single people, right. young people, you know, with all of the universities and just all of the young life that's happening in and around the city. Um, it lends itself to, you know, young couples, you know, great restaurants, great museums, and if you have a family and you have children, Philadelphia is a great place for you as well. I mean, it's such an active place, you know, people who are athletic. It really, I feel, just has something to offer almost everyone everyone in all ages. And I feel like it's hard to find cities like that. I don't know that there are so many of them out there. And I just felt like, wow, there are all these little, you know, gems about Philadelphia that I, that I hadn't known that I, that I sort of discovered in uh, the first few months when we were here. Tell me some of your favorite places to eat because the restaurant business is booming. <laughs> it booming. Is. It is. Um, well, my husband and I just uh, dined at the brand new Harvest Seasonal uh, Wine uh, the Harvest Seasonal uh, Wine Grill, Wine and Grill. I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm sure. <laughs> it's in University City. It just okay, opened this weekend. That's a great weekend. area. That's and, a great area. Uh, it's really... Um, it's absolutely delicious, and I think it, that what they have to offer is um, um, a lot of what the future of dining offers. You know, I think they have a, a, a big number of menu items that are under 500 calories. So for all of us that are sort of watching our weight, right? You know, it's it's just great. They're using um, you know locally grown produce and just has a lot to offer. Yeah, I think that's in a beautiful wonderful. space. Yeah, that's so that's wonderful. A, uh, that's where we were on uh, Saturday night. Oh, were you? Yeah. Okay. Um, in the second hit, we're going to take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the organization and all of the um, services that you offer. And Great. We'll take a break for our sponsors. From Willow Grove to Westchester, Pottstown to Philadelphia, it's News Talk 1180 WFYL. Wagmore Next Door is Skipback Animal Hospital's latest addition to help meet the needs of your pet. We're the only animal hospital in the Skipback and surrounding area now providing a doggy day camp and one-stop shopping for your pet's exercise and fun. Have you ever come home after a long day at work to find that your dog has eaten your favorite pair of underwear or socks, destroyed parts of your home, or shoplifted an entire chicken from the kitchen countertop? Leaving your dog home alone can be dangerous and life-threatening. Wagmore Next Door is fully supervised and operated by trained animal professionals. Here your dog will run and play with other dogs. Obedience training is also available and very popular. Your dog will go home tired, content, and happy. We have many packages to choose from to accommodate your work schedule, vacation schedule, and out-of-town schedule. Please join us for our grand opening on September 15, 2012 from 11 to 3. It's a family day with food, games, and fun for everyone. For information, please call us at 610-584-6300 or you can visit our website, skipbackanimalhospital.com. You can also check out our Facebook page. We can't wait to see you. Is your online store cluttering your house and garage with your product? Does it require you to spend all your free time shipping packages, leaving you no time to work with new customers or develop new marketing initiatives? Now is the time to free up your space and time and let ABC Fulfillment provide you with cost-effective warehousing, order processing, and shipping for your products. Our 20,000 square foot warehouse is conveniently located in Ambler, PA. ABC Fulfillment is a 100% woman-owned and operated business and has helped many small and mid-sized businesses solve their warehousing and order processing problems. We pride ourselves on our attention to detail as well as our excellent customer service. When you call us, you will always speak with someone who can help you solve your problem and not be asked to leave a message. Our personal touch and expertise separates us from the rest. 
Last year, we shipped over 150,000 packages for our customers, including order processing and shipping for the Jill Steals and Deals segment of the Today Show, saving our customers both time and money. If you would like to spend more time finding new products to sell, reaching new customers, and marketing your products, now is the time to call ABC Fulfillment. Please call 215-628-3154 and ask for Eileen or Lisa to help you get started. Get your skinny water today at Acme. Great taste, zero guilt. And see how delicious a zero-calorie enhanced with vitamins and electrolytes can be. Because taste matters, doesn't it? Try skinny water today at Acme. Building truly extraordinary custom homes and renovations is our passion at Cornell Custom. Each home is built with quality and care. We have earned a solid reputation for integrity, dependability, leadership, and value. If you are considering building a custom home or remodeling, Cornell Custom will be there with you through every step to bring your vision to life. Building a custom home is a labor of love that needs a commitment of time, attention to detail, and vision throughout the creative process. Cornell Custom will work together with you to guide you and ensure that every desire is met. At Bluebell Physical Therapy, our goal is to get you back in the game, back to work, and back to your normal way of life. Our highly respected team provides preventative and rehabilitation services from everyday physical and occupational therapy to post-operative rehab of your knees, shoulders, or spine. Bluebell Physical Therapy focuses on achieving each patient's maximum level of recovery. Bluebell Physical Therapy, the treatment you need from the therapist you trust. News Talk 1180 WFYL, streaming live at 1180WFYL.com. Welcome back. We're here today with Cheyenne Palma, who is president of Femme Fessionals, which is a women's networking group. Um, and here in Philadelphia, it's Femme City Philadelphia. Thank you. So um, I'd love to take a few minutes, uh, Cheyenne, to talk about how you handle the demands of being the president of an organization such as this and having small children, because that's not easy. It's not easy. I have uh, an eight-year-old who's in third grade and uh, a boy, and I also just had uh, a baby eight months ago. So I have an eight-year-old and an eight-month-old, a big a big gap in between. Right. So you're being pulled in two different directions. So two totally different directions. Um, and I will say, you know, being a mother is definitely the hardest job I think I have ever had, hands down, it for is. sure. It without is. No a doubt. one will argue that. <laughs> without a doubt. But, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting that I hear women use the word balance all the time. And um, I, you know, at times think that I'm balanced, but I think most of the time I'm really just juggling. Right. You know, I, I don't agree. really think that I'm perfectly balanced. I think uh, I feel like I'm, you know, constantly juggling things, you know, picking up kids stuff, you know, kids things that I need to do and attend to. And then when I can set that down, I sort of move and shift over to, you know, president of Fem City Philadelphia mode and focus on that. And it's a lot of back and forth. But um, uh, thankfully, you know, I'm uh, lucky enough to be able to work out of my home. Right. So that's a great, you know, that's a big start for me. That's something sort of that I, I think I always uh, secretly dreamed of, you know, thought that working from home would be, would be, um, give me the chance to, to juggle and get closer to the balancing than juggling. I, uh, I think we balance more actually if we're working at home because we're constantly dealing with those interruptions. If you go to Absolutely. an office and you're there all day, mm -hmm. um, it might be a little bit easier to to get your you know get your work done Absolutely. without constantly juggling. So yeah. it's a benefit, but it's it's not easy. Yeah, there are pros and cons. Pros and that's cons. for sure. Yes, um, but uh, I also uh, we recently hired a um, a part time uh, uh, nanny to help us with the baby. So my son's in school, so um, I really just try to schedule a lot of appointments while he's in school. Right. Um, the few hours that I have the nanny, and um, then I set it down in the in the afternoon. I sort of put it aside. And I focus on kids stuff, whether it's baseball or soccer and baby stuff. Right. And uh, just being there for them and trying to spend time with them. That's, you know, that's one of the 
the reasons that, um, you know, that I, that I wanted to, to run a business, that I wanted to be able to work from home was so that I could spend more time with them and just be more present during the time that I was with them. That's just right. Just to, to feel more present. Um, and um, it's just not uncommon, I'm sure, uh, for a lot of women, you know, once they go to bed, the baby just started sleeping, by the way. Oh, but yay. once they go to bed. <laughs> That's a big um, deal. You know, I'm back online. You know, I'm planning out my day for the next day or the next, the f- coming days. Right. And um, I'm responding to emails and right. maybe writing proposals and, you know, planning events and things of that nature and proofing invitations, things like that. So, you know, it's just being able to pick it up and put it down um, when you can, when I can. And, and are you able to, once you close your eyes, because mm-hmm. I find when, and I do the same thing, preparing mm-hmm. for shows mm-hmm. and um, when it's quiet at night, your, your thoughts start to go to what you're doing and that's yeah. when all your ideas come and then yeah. it's hard to settle in and go to sleep. It is and, and I have to be really careful about not staying up too late, right. you know, because uh, when that time when the house gets a little bit quiet and I feel like I've got some momentum and I'm really working on something, um, I found that I really also have to just dedicate time to, to getting sleep. I think, yes. you know, none of us seem to get enough sleep no, and it's we so don't. hard to get it. We don't. Um, but um, I really try to make an effort to not stay up too, too late, you know, and, uh, and, and make sure that, you know, I, I'm able to get some rest. But I know it's difficult for a lot of women, especially. It is. Some, yeah. n- some nights we get it, some nights, some we, nights don't. we don't. Yep. Um, <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about, um, I love your description of your organization, that you wanted it to be, and, and you, you mm-hmm. thought about this from the very beginning, mm-hmm. to be modern, fresh, and warm. Tell me mm-hmm. what, what that means. Sure. Well, I wanted it to be, um, we wanted it to be modern, and I think if you look at, if you just look at Femfessionals, you look at our website and the logo, we wanted it to be something, um, something hip, something that felt, you know, that it wasn't stuffy. It wasn't sort of the same old usual kind of um, networking things you might have experienced. So that's what we mean by modern. Um, We wanted it to feel, you know, everyone to sort of feel youthful um, when they, when they think about Femfessionals. Um, And um, by, by warm, we mean, um, you know, I wanted, uh, I wanted our groups and and our gatherings to be something where women did not feel intimidated to attend. And it's interesting, um, even some of the most um, successful, most accomplished businesswomen I've ever met will tell me that they, you know, may not feel comfortable um, speaking um, to other women that they don't know or entering into a room of people they don't know right and um, that they just feel uncomfortable with it but they know that they could po- you know benefit from it as well and so by warm that's really what we meant we wanted women to be able to um, come to a confessionals event and know that they'll be greeted warmly they'll be introduced to some of the other leaders involved with the organization and um, they'll really be embraced and we'll we'll genuinely want to learn about them and want to learn about you know their businesses and the resources that they need to succeed I love that I love that I think it's important for them to come in and feel that what they're doing is just as important as perhaps the other hundred women that are in the room Um, so how do you go about getting new members so a number of ways. Um, originally, it was me contacting uh, women who I felt um, would Friends. would would like the event, or, or the the group and the events, and um, and through friends, of course. Um, but um, we do uh, a lot of recruiting via social media, via our Facebook page and Twitter, um, and uh, we also encourage our current members to um, to refer us to other women as well, and refer other women to us, and that's really been lately the last six months or so that's probably been our number one source of members is just personal referrals from other women by word of mouth yeah did you have a launch was there a party to launch we did our uh, that that was uh the party that we had at waterworks um and that was in uh, april of last year and it um we launched with our first connection lunch it's a sit down three course meal and not a hurried lunch for us and uh, we really want to spend some time getting to know each other. And uh, it was a big success at, at Waterworks last spring. That's great. Um, the services. Uh, I know there's uh, many different services that these types of organizations um, mm-hmm. offer. And some have requirements that are monthly, you know, perhaps yearly. Some do not. Right. 
tell tell us a little bit about what exactly the group offers to sure. members. So um, we have an annual membership fee. It's one hundred dollars a year, so it's very affordable to women. That's very really minimal. In all industries, mm-hmm. it's very minimal. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, then we offer um, a variety of events each month, and women pay to attend those events. Uh, Members pay uh, a higher non-member price, which is common, and uh, our members get the discounted pricing at our lunches, at um, other workshops. Sometimes we offer special workshops that are open to members only. Uh, They're exclusive to our members. Um, an example of that was uh, last month we were working with uh, the folks at Google. They have an office in University City, and we worked with them to put together a, a workshop on Google Plus, and it was taught oh, by Google great. experts. That's great. And it was for members only. Mm-hmm. And um, we had about 20 women go in and learn really all about Google Plus and how to use those free resources to promote their brand um, with Google Plus. Now, is that, uh, do you handle all of that yourself as well, finding these companies to participate and offer workshops, et cetera? I do. It's, it's mainly... It's a lot of work. Yeah, it's mainly me. I am always looking for, you know, s- those interesting things that maybe um, other groups, groups aren't offering um, that would be great resources to our members. Yes. Great things for them to learn about and, and help them in their careers or their business. Okay. Tell me um, about the connection lunches. How, mm-hmm. What takes place there? What, what happens from beginning so, to end? Thank you. So it's our signature monthly event, we like to say. And... Um, it sells out um, every month now. It's actually the first Friday of every month. So our next connection lunch is this Friday. Uh, it's at Maggiano's in uh, King of Prussia. It's actually sold out. And uh, we always encourage women um, to register very early once our registration link goes live because uh, our events are selling out faster and faster now. Um, but we uh, typically have between 40 to 50 women and we host it at different restaurants, um, sometimes along the main line, sometimes in the city. But we try to change it up, change up our locations from, from time to time. Right. Keeping it fresh. Absolutely. Keeping it fresh and interesting. And that's part of the fun of it is sometimes experiencing a new restaurant. That's part of the fun of the event. Right. Um, but we offer about a half an hour at the beginning of the event just for open networking. I'm always there, you know, greeting women as they arrive. And um, we especially pay attention to new faces. Again, we want to make them feel welcomed and um, feel um, like they can approach any of the women in the room. Um, We have uh, a three-course lunch. So again, this is not something that's hurried. This is not a fast business card exchange. This is really about sort of getting to know you. Um, we love um, have working with restaurants where um, we can do nice big table settings so we can, you know, seat six or eight women at a table so you can really spend time during lunch to get getting to know um, a handful of women. And do the women come in and choose their seating or is by registration, do you seat women according to... It's actually, o- it's open seating. Okay. So you might choose to sit next to your friend the first time and, and venture off and sit next to some people you don't know the next, the next time. Yeah, good. Um, but we enjoy a three-course lunch, always, you know, um, a nice first course, a, a main dish, and a little dessert. And um, during that time, during our meal, we go around the room. And, uh, again, each woman has a chance to um, to have the floor, really, for about 30 seconds to tell us about her and her business and, um, and to endorse another woman in the room as well. That is a great idea. And then uh, at the end, we, we offer some time for networking again um, with the hope being that perhaps you heard um, from one of the women in the room, maybe perhaps on the other side of the room that you um, have never met and it'll give you a chance really to sort of go over and get to know the folks that you think um, would be good business connections for you right. before you leave. Right. What a wonderful thing to, ha- to make um, those, have those relationships. So if you're in need of something, a service or a product, you would naturally turn to uh, a friend and, and they would turn and do the same. I think it's such a great, it's a great, um, it's just a great place to go that's naturally going to help you want to help others right you know and again the spirit of the group is is very much about helping others so um i think um the women who uh are part of our group who are members that resonates with them so you'll find that um they are very helpful they're willing to open their rolodexes they're willing to you know share the resources they have um and uh they enjoy that that 
that side of business. Right, right. Yeah. It's great. The uh, the website. Do you have? Um, do you spotlight or highlight certain? people on your website we do we usually have what we call a member of the month and we're uh, actually looking for our October member of the month but each month um, uh, we uh, have a national newsletter where we feature a member in certain cities and we always feature a member from Philadelphia and that member is featured in the newsletter which goes out to all of the fem cities around the country and they're also featured on the website as well. So um, their um, bio, their headshot, everything is featured on the website. And that's actually one of the benefits of membership. Membership is um, women get what we call a pink pages profile. So they get a, a, a listing in our business directory. Directory. So the pink pages is our version of uh, our business directory of all the women who are members. Okay. And uh, it's beautiful. You know, you can upload your your headshot, write your bio, any special offer if you're offering, you know, a special discount on your services or your products to that other was members. That was my next question. You that can promote you do it that. there. Right. And uh, it's linkable to uh, your Facebook page, your LinkedIn page, your Twitter account, your website. So any other member, perhaps she didn't get a chance to get across the room and meet you, she can go to the Pink Pages profile and look you up. Okay. And have numerous ways to contact you there okay and so if a member of the group is looking for a specific product let's say and they go to your website um, can they search by industry or do they have to know a woman's name to find her they can do both so as they start typing in it's similar to um, you know when you're typing in your web address and in Internet Explorer you type a and everything that you've seen before an A might pop up, but that's similar to how our directory works. When you start typing, um, close matches will pop up. Oh, that's great. And you can select from there. And um, you can also just leave the name blank, the name um, entry f blank, and just sort of select um, by industry and city. So if you wanted to look to see um, what retailers were members in Philadelphia, you could do that. Okay, and that's you'd great. get a full list. I think it's important to have a user friendly website Absolutely. where you know women can easily access the information that they're looking for Absolutely. Um, how about some events that you have planned for that coming up in the future so we've got uh, four great events in October and um, again our connection lunch is the first Friday of each month and our connection lunch this Friday is sold out but we have some other events, great events coming up. We're, um, by popular demand, we're hosting our um, Google Plus workshop um, for a second time on October 12th. And for those, there's probably listeners who don't know what Google Plus is. Mm -hmm. So uh, think about uh, Google Plus um, like, you know, a Facebook page maybe on steroids. You know, there are uh, <laughs> lots of great things um, that um, a business Facebook page has to offer if you're promoting your business or your brand through Facebook. Um, Google Plus offers um, a lot of uh, similar um, things and very different things as well, um, like uh, a live broadcast, for example, if you wanted to um, have an event in your you know, handbag boutique, let's say, um, you could do a live broadcast of that oh, through Google great. Plus. So some, just some really interesting and new kind of dynamic things that, um, that, uh, a lot of business people don't, don't know about yet. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. And so that's on October 12th. And then on October 16th, um, we're, um, doing a members only event, which I think is really interesting. And, um, it's been really popular and I think it's a great benefit to a lot of the members, but, um, oftentimes, um, uh, businesses will need professional photography of their products or the services that they offer. Um, whether you're a caterer or you, you know, sell cupcakes or you have a, uh, some other kind of service-based business and not a, a product-based business, right. but you need some great images and imagery. And so we're working with Anne-Marie Casey Photography to offer that a photo session to our members for only $25. Oh, that's great. It's really quite phenomenal. That's so very so inexpensive. Very inexpensive. And in a professional studio so those are the kinds of things we look for and in, um, in the kinds of events we we offer to our members that's great 
Thank you. And then um, one other thing thing I did want to mention in November, of course, the first Friday in November, we'll have uh, a connection lunch and it'll be a special connection lunch because um, our uh, founder of Femfessionals, Violet Sprowl, will be making a trip from Miami up here to Philadelphia for a special appearance in November. So if you're if you're considering or thinking about or want to know what Femfessionals is all about and are, are thinking about maybe trying an event, that's definitely a great one to, to give a try. Now, are there is there ever an event that brings all of the women who are part of Femfessionals together across the country? Or does each city do their yeah. own individual? Not yet. We're so young. Um, okay. We're so young that that hasn't happened yet. So Philadelphia is just over a year old. Uh, even Miami is just a, a couple, a few years old, okay, so two, three really years old. So it's very new. new. Yes. Um, but we're in uh, about 40 cities nationwide, and we certainly do have a vision for that. That's um, great. One day being able to put something like that together for women around the country. Now, how mm-hmm. about if a woman is considering uh, joining and becoming a member? Is there ever an opportunity for them to come uh, as a guest? with a member mm-hmm. and kind of see what it's all about before they make a commitment. Absolutely. So one of the things that I love about Femfessionals and, and what um, I, I really wanted for our organization was that there's never any pressure to join. So um, as a non-member, you can't come to the member-only events like the photo uh, studio event I was right. talking about. But you can come to a lot of different events, like the connection lunches. You can come as a non-member. You'll pay a little bit higher price as a non-member, but it'll give you a great opportunity to sort of experience it, you know, meet a lot of the women involved, and really you know, sort of feel out if it's something for you, and there'll never be any pressure for you to join. And you can continue coming to connection lunches as a non-member if, if that's the way you choose to participate. Okay, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's very flexible. And, and our... People with just questions that are members and they just have general questions. Are, are you accessible? Are you the go-to mm-hmm. person that they email, pick up the phone and call? Yep. How does that work? Absolutely. So I'm the go-to person. Um, certainly they can find a lot of information online at femfessionals.com. And they can email me. It's very simple. It's philadelphia at femfessionals.com. Okay. And all of the contact information, I'm assuming, is on the website. Absolutely. And yes. do you uh, publish photo- photographs of all the events and oh, lots of follow-up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love um, to uh, publish photographs of the event. Uh, oftentimes, we have professional photographers that uh, join us for the event, so they make sure that we look our absolute best in right. our photos. And um, uh, one of our um, favorite photographers is Betsy Barron, Fine Art Photography. She's uh, attended a number of our events and um, photographs us all beautifully. And we love sharing those on Facebook, on Twitter, and we also post them in our uh, website photo gallery. Okay. Can you tell me about some of your members, maybe yeah. just a couple, uh, and what, what it is they're doing? Sure. Oh, gosh. Who to choose? So right. many great members. Um, maybe some recent, the most recent, some new members? The most recent. Oh, goodness, you're putting me on the spot. Um, well, we've got a lot of great members. Uh, one of our um, members, um Christy Savog is uh, the founder of Savog Creative Agency. She's one of our board members. So we have a group of women who are board members who help sort of um, define and shape um, some of the events uh, that we do. They're, they work as a sounding board for me in many cases. Great. Um, they help to recruit other members and spread the word. Um, so uh, Christy Savog is a great example of that. Um, we also have um, Deanna Doan with uh, a company called Click Canyon. She, she's a social media expert, and um, she's been a great resource as well, and she's our membership co-chair. Okay. And so she's a great go-to person if you, you know, have questions about membership and maybe feel I might be a little bit too biased. <laughs> about the organization. <laughs> you know, she can uh, share what her that's experience great. has been no, as an great. example. Yeah. You can't do everything. You need exactly. some support. <laughs> Plus, it's great to collaborate oh. uh, when you're trying to you know, figure out what are we going to do next? How are we going to make the organization yeah. better yeah. and keep it current? Mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. important. We also have an event on uh, November 13th. We're hosting uh, a happy hour at Chima. Um, which is in the city, and um, 
It's uh, no pressure, uh, no cost. Just come and uh, you can meet me. You can meet uh, some of the board leaders. That'll be five to seven. And where is that? I've never uh, heard of Chima. Chima. Is um, on JFK Boulevard uh, in the city. I, I think JFK and 19th. Oh, okay. I could be a block or two off, but it's right close it's very to close the to there. Uh, parkway there, I guess. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Oh, that's great. That, that might be a great kind of uh, first step for someone who just wants to kind of meet people yeah, and just meet see us. if they feel comfortable there. Yeah, and decide if maybe they want to then uh, attend a lunch after that. That's great. You know what? Uh, it's all good stuff. And I think Thank that, you. you know, I hope that the organization continues to grow and support women and their endeavors and, you know, just to just to really have a place where women can go and bounce off ideas because often we have ideas that we want to do something and there's always that little bit of um you know uh what's the word i'm looking for manny hesitation Hesitation. sure (laughs) (laughs) lack of belief in ourselves. you Mm -hmm. know um so i think it's all great um lastly before we're finished i would love for you to give the contact information so anyone listening can get in touch and and hopefully become a new member. Sure. So again, it's femfessionals.com. And you can email me at philadelphia at femfessionals.com. Okay. okay. Thank you so much, Cheyenne. It was Thank a great you, show. Sue. Thank you. Okay, everybody. That's the end of this week's Women to Watch. And uh, I will give my contact information out uh, once again so that if you have a business that you'd like to come in and share with the listeners, um, you can do so by giving me a call at 215 215- Three one three five five six one, or you can email me at srocco233 at gmail. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Sun illuminated